Well, welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, I aim to bring you helpful hints and tips that I know will help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars. And with the real estate market being overheated throughout the Western world right now, today I want to talk to you about how you can protect yourself from what is to come. So plan for the best, but provision for the worst is a good mantra to live by. How exposed are you to a real estate downturn? What is your worst case scenario? What is at risk if the market dropped tomorrow? With real estate prices soaring right now, many are wondering where all this will end. For those about to buy this weekend, there are thoughts in the back of their mind that they may well be buying at the height of the greatest peak in pricing in our history and have a fear of what may happen if the market dramatically drops the day after they settle. Naturally, you don't want to be stuck at the summit with no way to get out or get back down. So let me share with you three ways that you can mitigate against a market if pricing starts to drop. Well, number one, a risk and reward. The first thing to realize is that the risk and reward equation in real estate is tilted towards reward over time. Right now, I don't know anybody selling for less than what they paid, but I have had several clients who over the last 10 or so years have found themselves in that situation. Those people paid a premium at the top of the last boom, so have to wait for this boom to make their money back. In other words, they have had negative equity for much of the last decade. This affected their ability to borrow in the meantime against their home and to refinance, but many of them also bought at 7 to 8% interest rates and found their repayments reduced as interest rates came back down, which more than compensated for the drop in value in payment terms. It did mean that they had very little liquidity, so cashing out was not a palatable option until recently. But those that have held out till this boom are now making 10 to 20% on the value of their property. The risk in the short term, should your circumstances change, are very real, but for those playing the 10 to 15 year game and are willing to stick it out, the risk is historically limited. So in a worst case scenario, should the market drop, have a plan to stay put and hold on. Now, that that may be for a decade or more, but history indicates that you only need to wait for the next growth cycle, which is traditionally every seven to 10 years. So play the long game. Number two suggestion for those that are living in fear of being stuck at the top of the pricing summit. Plan B and plan C. The issues that will affect your ability to minimalize your risk by playing the long game will be unforeseen. The most likely are health issues and relationship breakdowns. So before going and buying your next property, be objective about your health. Have you had a checkup lately? Is now the time to get some blood work done? Maybe it's time to get a gym membership. Satisfy yourself that you're well placed in the event of an unforeseen health emergency by securing appropriate insurances so that those dependent upon your financial contribution are not left with debt they cannot sustain in a worst case scenario. I really suggest young people in particular evaluate their insurances. They feel like they'll live forever, but I see the tragedy that unfolds when someone unexpectedly passes or is not sufficiently insured to cover those people that are left behind in the event that they're no longer able to work. 
a much higher percentage of de facto relationships fail. So perhaps even consider getting married before buying your property uh, together. I know that getting married can cost you almost as much as what your hard-earned deposit is going to be, but there is always a registry office. But marriages also fall apart and often unexpectedly. So how do you protect yourself? The reality is that the bigger picture uh, is that the larger deposit that you save, the smaller your risk is. The real estate market has not fallen by 10% modern history. So the likely drop from peak of the boom to bottom of the cycle is typically less than 7%. So make sure that you have enough equity, which in my mind should be 10% or more to insulate yourself against the loss should you need to sell unexpectedly. When a relationship fails, the breakup goes much more smoothly if each person can walk away cleanly in a financial sense. So resist the temptation to go with a 90% lend if you can, as the bigger the deposit, the smaller the risk to you in the event of a relationship breakdown or health issues in the foreseen future. Buy in an area that you love. So this is my number three tip. Buy in an area that you love. Buy in an area you love and be able to afford the mortgage if interest rates are restored to normal levels, which is about six to 7%. If you can do these things, then it doesn't really matter how much the market drops because you won't want to be anywhere else anyway. It is better to compromise on the house than the location. A growing family can always squeeze into a smaller home, but you live outside your four walls for most of the time. And it's what's outside of those four walls you're actually paying for. Buying an area you love, that is in the school zones you want your children to be in, near the friends and family you love and enjoy the lifestyle that you've worked hard for, even if that means compromising on the house size and specification to do so. Where you are is more important than what you live in. This way, regardless of what happens in the world, you will not be wanting to cash out in a hurry anyway and be well able to weather any dramatic change in market conditions, safe in the knowledge that you are not moving anytime soon. Naturally, I'm not a financial advisor. I didn't even pass year 12. I'm a dummy that just sells houses for a living. So definitely seek out your own independent advice when it comes to these financial matters. But I've also been selling real estate for over 24 years and have had the experience of selling over 1200 homes. So the suggestions above can certainly help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars. So to recap, the three things that you can do if you're afraid of being stuck at the peak of the pricing summit. Number one, play the long game. Number two, don't die or break up with your partner. Please don't do those things. And three, buy in an area that you love. And of course, as always, best of luck with your house hunting. I'm Dave from Real. These helpful hints and tips are designed to help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars. They are generated as a result of my years of experience in dealing with mums and dads out there in the world of real estate. So please head over to my website, davestockbridge.com.au for more of these podcasts, more of these blogs, and more of the helpful hints and tips you've come to this podcast uh, for. Uh, and I'll look forward to bringing you a whole lot more next time.